So, where are you from? Yeah, yeah, but no, where are you really from? If you're a person of color, you've definitely been asked that question many, many times. Let's talk about microaggressions. everyone and welcome back to my Blacadian universe. I love talking about microaggressions, um, especially being here in Canada. Um, it is so prevalent in Canadian society and um, one of the things that always, always, always uh, <laughs> gets me um, just so frustrated, I guess is a nice way of saying it, is when I hear the phrase, you know, thank God we're not uh, American. Thank God, you know, we're so much better than those Americans. They're so racist. And uh, it's been said so much here. And it's given Canadians this pass from actually having to do the work, the work of being anti-racist, because we feel like we're already there. And it's not. We're not even, you know, close. (laughs) We talk about this, you know, this idea of systemic racism in Canada that eludes so many. And, you know, um, you'll only have to look in recent months, very prominent political figures uttering those very words uh, here in Canada just in relation to um, uh, the murder of George Floyd. And, you know, so many people were talking about, oh, you know, like our police aren't like that. You know, it's just blah, blah, blah. Canada's so great. And <laughs> it just oh, it gets me, just gets me every time. Um, and, you know, the, the history is here. There's a great series, um, for people to listen to with, um, on the CBC about racism in Canada. Um, it's been running for, uh, Black History Month last month, and it's just been, I, I hope a lot of people are tuning in because it's, uh, very educational. I think it's the history that we Canadians don't learn about, um, in, school we just learn about oh the underground railroad and we were you know the saviors of you know black people and it's a narrative that you know I get it I get it's been forced down our throat so I can see why people are ignorant of the truth but you know educate yourselves because you know the RCMP uh, was started you know with the same reason that you know all police (laughs) forces were started in North America which was to you know return slaves um, to their owners. Um, and Canada is no different. So yeah. Um, but, uh, which, you know, I talk about it a lot. Canada doesn't track our history or racism in any real way. So we're unable to, you know, face it head on. And the result of that is lots and lots of microaggressions. So um, a lot of people not realizing that, um, for example, in 
um, the east coast of Canada, there's a very long, rich history of, you know, Black Canadians that have many generations of Black Canadians um, that have probably been longer here than uh, some people that swear up and down that they're Canadian through and through. Um, and one of... I remember the very first, one of my oldest and dearest girlfriends um, that I've known uh, for, oh my gosh, most of my life now. I've known each other since grade two. And, you know, we often talk about race and um, we talk about this question of where are you from? And I remember one of the first times we talked about it, like, what do you say when people ask you that question? And we were like, we say, like, and the thing is, at first, we both realized that we answered honestly, you know, we were born here, I was born here in Canada, and we would be like, yeah, like, you know, Canada, whatever, Um, like, where, what are you asking me? And we realized the subtext of that, those, that microaggression, at the time, we didn't know the word for it. Uh, you know, because we were like eight, but uh, <laughs> the we the meaning behind it was that you the assumption was that you were somewhere you were from somewhere other than Canada, and you know as we got that question more and more, we found it offensive. Again, we didn't have the you know the terminology for it but we were like why are these people trying to other us you know what I mean like we were being told that we were something different and exotic and you know other than Canadian and it just you know really irked me and so it's one of those questions that I've gotten my whole life that I can you know remember and so you know all these years later when I still get that question and you know it's not coming from innocent eight-year-old children uh and it's coming from grown uh people that should know different you know I it gets my hackles up I'm like what's that now and so it always turns into this long conversation um about microaggressions and I, I I can never let it go I never just be like I'm just like oh whatever like you know explaining my Caribbean roots of my parents never say it I'm just like Canada <laughs> I'm just waiting for the follow-up question of yeah but no where are you really from I'm like what what do you mean by that and so you know just my teachable moments of teaching white people how to be less racist um, always comes out. And I, um, I feel that, I feel like it's one of those things that you know, people will, and I, I've gotten it back where like, oh, I was just, you know, making conversation. It wasn't a thing. Like, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Um, you know, I'm interested in your, you know, ancestry. I'm like, 
we're at like a work function coffee. We're making small talk. You wanted to have a, a deep dive into my ancestral history. Is that what you would ask somebody that wasn't a person of color? You know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, tell me about like how your parents, you know, came here from, you know, trace your ancestry back to... I don't know. The point is that you weren't asking me that. You were trying to make me feel different. Like you wouldn't accept me saying like, yep, Canadian. Just be like, oh, you know, like whereabouts in Canada are you from? Where do you live? Where did you travel in from today? No, it had to be a deep dive into like, you know, um, the slave ship I came back like my family came over like just admit the fact that I caught you I caught you (laughs) I I caught you being unintentionally racist um so I feel like um yeah it's it's a it's a hot button issue for a lot of people and um I think one of the things that I do in my work that I spoke about before is, you know, talk about, you know, provide education and awareness for how to be an anti-racist to people in my organization. And uh, it was really funny because one <laughs> of um, my coworkers, it was just a hot button issue for her. She just was like, when I say that I'm from Toronto, that's it end of the sentence she was like move on move on like she just went off on it and I was (laughs) just dying because it was just an issue for her and um as it is like I said it gets it gets tiring after a while and um I I feel like those um that burden that I've accepted in um, knowing that from now on, whenever I get that question, that I will be, you know, pulling this person along with me in this journey of, I need to explain to you just how offensive that question is. Um, it It's getting old. So if you're <laughs> listening to this and you are white and you've been guilty of asking a person of color that question and not accepting their first answer, consider this our public, my public service uh, announcement to you to say they don't want to get into their ancestry with you. And that question is a microaggression. So where are you from is not a question. It is telling me the answer. You're telling me that you know that I couldn't possibly be Canadian based entirely on how I look. It's based entirely on the color of my skin. Um, And you know, it's an entirely different question than what you would ask a white person. You're not asking, oh, so do you live around here? Or, you know, you know, that kind of question. You're already telling me that you know that I, um, 
I came into your country, you know, you are taking away a part of who I am before you could even possibly know um, who I am. And, you know, that is just, it's just why it's a microaggression. It just is. And um, (laughs) one of the, um, you know, whenever I talk to any person of color, we, and, you know, I mentioned this question, um, you know, sometimes they get like, I get the best reactions from it. And one of the funniest um, summaries of this that I've ever seen is just there's like an MTV video, just Google like MTV microaggressions. And it's this hilarious uh, video of just um, all these people of color, just basically othering and using microaggressions against white people, like white culture. And, you know, it's the, my favorite line is like, <laughs> um, I need, I think there's, well, there's, I love all of it. It's like a two minute video, but I, they're just like, you know about NASCAR stuff, right? And I was just like, no, that one took me out. And uh, it's a really great. And it's just, um, you know, just making, it, it seems absurd, but these are all things like the entire video is just all things that I've been asked um, as a black woman um, in various settings. You know, people assuming, you know, what type of music I like to, you know, my experiences, um, the food I like, you know, just everything like that. It's just, um, you know, it's really good. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. (laughs) Just totally back. But, um, you know, they were like discussing a white perspective, um, these two, uh, people of color and (laughs) they were like, you know, um, well, no, um, they're trying to decide who is more in touch with white culture. And, um, this woman says, well, I backpacked through Europe. So, and I was just, dying anyways I highly recommend it's classic good stuff so yeah the (laughs) which takes me back to this assumption of whiteness as being normal um and everything else is something other than normal and you know it is the world that you know I live in as a Canadian um that Americans understand uh black Americans you know, also understand. And, uh, it's just tiring, you know, these kinds of microaggressions, they wear on you. It's just, you know, um, it's a little thing, but it just adds up to a really big thing. And, um, I'm going to end with a really just, (laughs) I was lucky enough to attend a seminar, um, the other day and it was led by, um, these black leaders that were talking about, you know, in my organization where I work, just, you know, even though they're at the top of their game, they deal with microaggressions, um, all the time and people use their power, um, and positions as an example of how, you know, we've achieved the pinnacle of equality here in Canada and in our organization and trying to, you know, 
convince them that racism doesn't exist because they hold these places of power, which of course is the most ridiculous thing um, ever. I think we could, you know, use the example of how um, President Obama, you know, really just really um, set off a chain reaction of some (laughs) very racist reaction in a lot of people. So, um, you know, having that position of power, the highest position of power in any organization or, you know, being the president of the United States does not mean that racism is behind us um, at any way, shape or form. So um, (laughs) this man that was speaking, um, he was uh, uh, Jamaican of, you know, uh, Jamaican and you know he it was just it was an, a great informative conversation and, and and um you know he was talking about oh people were saying oh systemic racism doesn't exist in Canada you know it's just everyone's equal and we accept everybody here and his response was where is my sour sop ice cream in the grocery store he's like I'm going into the grocery store where's my sour sop ice cream and I was like, oh, what? What's that now? I should also mention that throughout this talk, he mentioned that he was always ready for a dust up and he was, had his machete ready. So he was just real talking. I think this room of white people, uh, I guess our Zoom of white people on the call just did not know what they were going for. But when he, I literally had to like turn off my camera when he was saying, where's my sour sop ice cream? Because I just needed to roll around laughing for a bit because I was like, what is he saying? This is awesome. Um, but yeah, I was like, there's a lot of people Googling right now. Um, but the point is that, you know, we're segregated in this place. When I go into a regular, oh, I shouldn't say regular, a chain, prominently available chain, um, grocery store, um, there isn't my culture reflected. It is Western culture and, you know, that's okay. But, you know, people assuming that these are, um, inclusive spaces, you know, are thinking of it from their vantage point. You know, I am in Canada and it's a a Canadian store. That's fine. But when you are trying to convince me that I should feel as welcome in any place that you feel welcome, then you're wrong. I have to go to specialty stores if I want to, um, you know, have food represented for my culture. And the thing is, there are neighborhoods that everyone knows is like, you know, a little China here, you know, a little Jamaica in, you know, where I live in Ontario, Toronto. And yet my stores don't reflect that. It's independent shops that I have to frequent to get what I need to, you know, have my culture here. So when, you know, places like these big box organizations are saying, oh, we welcome everybody, we welcome everybody, your, the assumption is that you are coming at it from like a Western vantage point. And, you know, when you lock up my products, my hair products, my concealer that I need, 
um, you're not being inclusive. You're not treating me like everybody else. And um, that the... We're a far... We're very far away from equality. We need to be able to go into any chain restaurant and, you know, any chain grocery store and see my sour sop ice cream. You know, that's what I need to do. I, if we are in a place where you're saying you accept us all, and who's not to say that a Canadian person wouldn't love some sour sop? If you have a market, if I'm going to buy it, then, you know, how are you, it, it, the assumption is that, you know, it's only for black people, but I'm saying that there are black people in Canada, there's large, large concentrations of black people in various parts of, you know, Ontario, um, all across Canada, in various neighborhoods, and um, it would be nice to see, you know, items for me as a black person, not segregated on a little part of a shelf or, you know, not even thought of at all, um, but incorporated in when I walk down the fresh fruit and veggie aisle to see products, you know, from the Caribbean on these shelves. I mean, that would be, um, it would make me feel more at home everywhere I went. It would make me uh, feel the privilege that white people have, that the world is built for them. It would be nice to see, um, to see that. And I think, you know, employers would be surprised at how quickly they would sell out <laughs> of these items. Um, because yeah, representation matters. So yeah, don't ask somebody. The lesson of the day is do not ask somebody where they're from. Um, and if you do, and they say Canada, that means the matter is closed. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, for joining me in my Blacadian universe. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will talk to you next time.